the way and I'm getting busy prepping some meals that are freezer friendly or a cinch to make. Like my hearty black bean and sweet potato burritos, my potato bagel breakfast sandwiches stuffed with goodness, a creamy spinach and artichoke chicken casserole, and a quick and delicious salmon supper cooked entirely on one pan. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. This baby is gonna be here before I know it, so I am filling up my freezer with foods that can be reheated in a snap, and I'm starting with these sweet potato black bean burritos. The sweetness of the sweet potatoes and the heartiness of the black beans, it all plays together so nicely. To start, I'm chopping up my sweet potato and I'm gonna roast it. And I'll spread these sweet potatoes out all over my roasting pan. I'll drizzle my sweet potatoes with about a tablespoon of olive oil to help them get crisp all over. I'll season them with some kosher salt and some black pepper. And I'll toss these around to get them evenly coated in the olive oil. I have my oven preheating at 425. I'm only gonna bake these for about 15 to 20 minutes. I want them to still have a bit of a bite. I'm gonna get my pan heating with two tablespoons of olive oil. And now I'm gonna chop up half of the Spanish onion. I was never a big meal prepper before this because I love cooking every night. I like cooking something new. But I figure once this baby arrives, I'm just not gonna have as much time to cook. So I am filling up my freezer with things that I can just throw in the microwave really quickly and be able to have at a moment's notice. Oh, man, pregnancy breath is real. I am going to put my onion into my pan and get this softening. I'll add a pinch of salt, two cloves of garlic. Now I'll chop up my jalapeno. I love adding heat whenever I'm cooking with sweet potatoes. The sweet and the spiciness pairs really well together. That is starting to smell so good. I have some chili powder and then half a teaspoon of Mexican oregano, which has some great notes of citrus. I'm gonna stir this around and I'm gonna let the spices toast and that'll bring out more flavor. And now I'll grab some tomato paste. I am going to add some drained black beans now and then a can of diced tomatoes. This spinach is gonna brighten up all these hearty flavors. I'm gonna pile it in and then it's gonna wilt down and get all mixed in. These are gonna be great for Nick as well. He loves beans. I'm gonna check on my sweet potatoes. They're looking great. They're crisp around the outside, but they've still got a bite on the inside. I am just gonna dump these right in. I'm gonna chop up some fresh cilantro, which will add beautiful brightness to this, and a big old squeeze of fresh lime. I'll add some hot sauce for some more heat. Get some black pepper in there. And I will crumble in my queso fresco. It's a fresh Mexican cheese that's heavy on the salt, so it's gonna be so delicious in these burritos. But honestly, you could use pepper jack or even cheddar will do great. Look at all those gorgeous, bright colors. Oh, that's good. Mm. The sweet potatoes are incredible and they're balancing out the spiciness of the peppers and that queso fresco is just the perfect touch. This is ready to go into my tortillas and roll up my burritos. I'm going for about a scoop full of filling to the center of my tortilla. Now I'll fold the bottom up and the sides in and then I'll roll it onto itself like so. Super easy. Okay, now I'm gonna wrap all of my burritos in parchment paper which will make them freezer ready. 
and it'll be really easy because then when I reheat them, I'm gonna keep them in the parchment paper and then that'll help steam the burritos. So these are ready for the freezer. They can stay in the freezer for about three months and when they're ready to reheat, just pop them right in the microwave for about three minutes and then they're ready to go. I am making bagels that I'm gonna turn into breakfast sandwiches because bagels are the best thing ever and breakfast sandwiches are the best thing ever. Right now, I am ricing some russet potatoes that I've boiled until they're soft, and ricing them is gonna help them incorporate into my bagel dough. I've reserved one cup of the boiling water from the potatoes, and now I'm gonna add a half cup of cool water. I don't want it to be too hot, otherwise it'll kill the yeast. So next I'm gonna add one teaspoon of brown sugar. That's gonna help the yeast activate. And then I'm gonna add two and a quarter teaspoons or one packet of active dry yeast. And I'll stir this around and I'm gonna let it sit for about five minutes until it's foamy on top. Meanwhile, I'll combine my dry ingredients. In the bowl of my stand mixer, I'm gonna add six cups of high gluten flour. High gluten flour is gonna give bagels their signature chewy denseness. Add two tablespoons of brown sugar, which will add nice sweetness to the bagels. I'm gonna add a tablespoon of kosher salt. All right, I'll dump the potatoes right in. And then my yeast mixture, which you can tell is activated because the yeast is fully dissolved and the liquid is bubbly on top. And now a key ingredient for bagels is barley malt. Barley malt is gonna give bagels that signature bagel-y flavor. Okay, now I'm gonna mix this and knead it for about seven to 10 minutes until I have a smooth, sticky dough. I am so excited for these. I'm gonna gather it into a ball. Now it's important for this dough to rest so that the flavor is developed and so the gluten's relaxed. And so I'm going to let this sit in the refrigerator for four to six hours, although ideally it's best to let it go overnight. Breakfast sandwiches are one of my all-time favorite foods. And so today I am prepping a ton of them and it's gonna be super easy. I'm gonna start by cracking eight eggs into a bowl. My chickens have been busy. I'm ruined for store-bought eggs now because my chickens make the best eggs. Now I'm gonna add some richness by adding half a cup of milk. Some sweet paprika for some smokiness. And then I'm also gonna add some hot sauce for a touch of heat. And then I'll season it with salt and pepper. My egg mixture is looking good. I have my pan here that has been lined with some parchment and there are little wings on the side that help me lift out the eggs once they're baked. And I'm gonna add some hash browns to the bottom of it. I love the texture that they add and I'm gonna season these with salt and pepper. Next, I'm gonna sprinkle the hash browns with some shredded Swiss. We'll make this nice and melty. And now I'll pour in my egg mixture. Perfect. I'm gonna bake this at 400 for about 20 minutes until the egg is set. My dough is rested. Oh, it's so beautiful and soft. And then I'm gonna use my bench scraper to divide it. I am so excited about these. Bagels are definitely one of my top pregnancy cravings. So these are coming at a good time. All right, I am going to first shape them into balls to get them nice and round. And I'm gonna make sure that the seams on the bottom are pinched really, really well. And then to get the hole in the middle, I just take my thumb and I stick it straight down. And I'll use a couple of fingers to make the hole bigger to about two inches. I don't like my bagels to have too big of a hole. I like them to be puffy and just really doughy and chewy. Beautiful. This one's a little rustic, but it's gonna taste great. And now I'm gonna finish the rest. All of my bagels are shaped and they've rested for about 15 minutes just to add some more rise to them. And now I'm gonna boil them. 
It's really important to boil bagels. That gives them their signature chewy exterior. So I have some boiling water. I'm also gonna add some baking soda to the water and that's gonna help them brown. And then I'm gonna also add a tablespoon of that barley malt syrup just to drive home that barley flavor. One minute on each side is the perfect amount of boiling time. I'm ready to flip. These are looking gorgeous. So I have two sheet pans here that have been lined with parchment and also greased because at this point the bagels get really sticky so it's important to grease them. So the last thing I'm gonna do before I stick these in the oven to bake is I am going to dust them with some flour. I'm gonna make it snow on my bagels. And this is just my decorative preference. You don't have to do this. All right, now before I can stick these in the oven, I'm gonna grab my baked eggs out. They are smelling so good. This is looking beautiful. It's a little bit browned on top and they're nice and set. Now I'm gonna bake my bagels at 450 for about 10 minutes and I'm gonna rotate them halfway through. And I'll know they're done when they're golden brown. I'm gonna slice my egg into nine nice squares. Okay, I'm gonna check on my bagels now. I really think that bagel smell should be a perfume because these smell so good. To assemble, I'll slice the bagel in half and I'll top it with a piece of egg and a slice of cheese and then a piece of Canadian bacon. I'm so excited about this. How beautiful is that? I have some cute parchment bags here. Now I'll place this into a bag. So Nick and I are definitely gonna have to dive into these right now, but I'm gonna wrap the rest of these up for the freezer and when you're ready to reheat, just peel off the sticker and microwave it for about three minutes right in the bag. Hello. Hey. I brought you a sandwich. Oh my gosh. It's a potato bagel breakfast sandwich. There's Canadian bacon and Swiss on it. This is so good. <laughs> this is a test run just to make sure okay. that we like them. I like that they're super doughy. Mm. How do you like it? Oh my gosh. Perfect in all ways. <laughs> I am so in love with this next dish because it is the combination of two of my favorite things, chicken and biscuits and spinach and artichoke dip. I have some butter melting in a big skillet and to it, I'm gonna add a whole onion that I've chopped. And I like this dish because I'm starting it in my big skillet and all the ingredients are just gonna go right in here. So it's pretty easy cleanup. I'm gonna add a pinch of salt to these. Now I'm gonna add my garlic to the pan and let the house start to fill with this amazing smell. Okay, so the next thing I'm gonna add is a quarter cup of flour, and the combination of the flour and the butter is gonna make a roux, and that's gonna thicken up my sauce. Add two cups of milk, but I'm gonna add it in batches because I want it to thicken up and get really smooth. If I add it too quickly, the sauce could break. So I'm stirring this really well to make sure that that roux incorporates into the milk, and then the roux is gonna thicken up my milk. This is a step that you wanna stir almost continuously. When it coats the back of a spoon, that's how you know it's thick enough. Now I'll add my chicken bouillon to the mixture, and this is gonna make it taste like cream of chicken soup. I'm gonna add some dried thyme, which to me is the signature flavor of chicken and biscuits. I'm gonna add a couple of pinches of crushed red pepper, just for a little heat. I have some chopped chicken breast here. Chicken thigh will work too. And this has been cut into bite-sized pieces, and I'm gonna cook it right in my mixture, so it's gonna soak up all of that delicious flavor. I'm gonna cook the chicken for about 10 to 15 minutes until it's totally cooked and no longer pink. This dish is the definition of comfort for me. There's creaminess and chicken, and with the biscuits that are gonna go on top, it's gonna be so good. 
I am going to add a block of cream cheese. It's light cream cheese though, so it's good for you. I have been craving so much cream cheese while I've been pregnant. I put it on everything. This is just a block of frozen spinach that has thawed and drained. Okay, so the next thing I'm gonna add, I have some canned artichokes. I've got them drained here. When you're meal prepping, you just wanna simplify your life. Who saw artichokes and thought, maybe if I wrestle with this for a little bit, I can get something tasty out of it. Thank you, first person for eating the artichoke. And now I'm gonna add some parsley and fresh cracked pepper to this. Okay, I'm gonna taste this now. This is so creamy and delicious. Now I'm gonna do the scariest kitchen task in the world, which is opening a can of biscuits. Wish me luck. We survived. Okay, so I'm making mini casseroles today and I'm gonna put them in these little foil dishes because they're cute and I don't wanna have to worry about reheating a giant casserole. I'm gonna add a ladle full of mixture to my foil tin. And now I'll top it with the biscuit. I love it when these bake and the bottom of the biscuit soaks into this mixture and gets all nice and soft. Okay, now I'm gonna brush it with egg wash on top so that it gets shiny and golden. And then I'll add some fresh black pepper and some flaky salt. I love these big salt crystals. They add a nice crunch. And I'm gonna cover it with foil and then it'll be ready for the freezer. And now I'm gonna build the rest. These can go in the freezer for up to three months. To reheat them, just peel off any stickers and pop them in the oven at 400 degrees for about 25 minutes. And then uncover them and continue baking for 20 minutes longer until they're golden brown and heated through. I think you guys are gonna love these freezer meals, but I still have one more meal for you. Well, Nick does. Look who I brought in from the farm. Nick thought he was just getting a breakfast sandwich, but he's also gonna help me cook dinner. Are you ready? We'll find out. Okay, we're making something super easy. It's a salmon sheet pan supper. It's one of our weeknight go-tos because it's quick, delicious, and there isn't a lot of cleanup. So we're putting these fingerling potatoes on our sheet pan, and I'm gonna toss them with about a tablespoon of olive oil to help them get crispy. And do you wanna season with salt? What are my rules about salting? You must salt all layers. Yes. I've come a long way. <laughs> okay, I'm also gonna add some fresh pepper. So these potatoes take longer to cook than the broccolini and the salmon that we're also gonna be cooking, so I'm gonna put these in first. They're gonna go in at 425 for 15 minutes. Next, we're gonna make a sauce for it. We're gonna make a horseradish yogurty mayo sauce. So, I'm gonna get a tablespoon of capers. Do you wanna add one and a half teaspoons of horseradish to the bowl? Next, we're gonna add the juice of half a lemon into the sauce. Okay. Three tablespoons of Greek yogurt and three tablespoons of mayonnaise. I am ready to eat this. Let's season with salt and pepper. While you stir the sauce, I'm gonna check on the potatoes. They're smelling good. Okay, they are just starting to get crispy around the edges, which is what I want. You can do the honors. Oh, okay. Mmm, mmm. It's really creamy. So do you wanna grab the broccolini and the salmon from the fridge? Okay. Yes. And then the broccolini can just go right in the middle. Okay. You can just throw it. Yes! <laughs> I'm gonna start drizzling this with olive oil. I'm so glad that you like salmon now because I had to eat it in secret when you were away on your travels. <laughs> I used to not like salmon, but in the past few years, I've come to love it. I'm gonna season with salt. And that's basically it for the prep. 
Easy. <laughs> so this is gonna go in the oven for another 15 minutes until the salmon is cooked through and firm to the touch. It smells so good in here. Nick made a delicious meal. I can smell it. What does it smell like? Success. <laughs> Let's see how it looks. Do you wanna get it out? That's beautiful. Look at what you did. This looks great. The salmon is donezo, so are the other veggies. Now I'm gonna squeeze this lemon all over the sheet pan. It'll just brighten everything up. It's gonna go great on the salmon. And now we plate. The best part. Yeah. It smells wonderful. Oh, I love these potatoes. Okay, here you go. Mmm. You made a great sauce. I'm digging into the pink potato first, and I think that might mean that we're gonna have a girl. I can't wait for our baby. It's gonna have no bad qualities. One thing I really look forward to is watching our baby grow up on this farm. Aww. Like me. It's like, baby meets farm. <laughs> <laughs>